Welcome back to Stupid Burger. All the stupid without the burger. You're probably gonna have to get closer to the mic. <sighs> All right, you Am have I a, close enough now. Do you have a? Do you have a thing? Do you have a? Do you have a thing? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, little it's bit. like an experience I'd like to share. I have. I have a couple. I have. I have like two things that I, that we could talk about. Okay. Yeah, how about we start with one of your things and All then right. we'll go to mine and then we can go back to yours. This is topical. This is going around a little bit. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Uh, literally just talked about it uh, on Thursday with uh, our pastor and his wife in our marriage uh, thing, <laughs> in our premarital counseling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like this specific conversation or just talked about the Roman Empire? No, not the how often have you yeah. talked about the Not that. It's just not like, do you it talk just about, like just do you think about the Roman Empire. Oh, do I think about it? Um, uh, probably not that often. Hmm. Not that I can remember. Interesting. Yeah, it doesn't come up to me terribly often. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't really know what people define think of uh -huh. as, but, like, if we're just going by, like, the base minimum definition as in, like, your brain barely scrapes the subject or like the thought kind of crosses your mind mm -hmm. i think about the roman empire every day yeah. easily yeah like, e super easily i figure you would yeah because again like my internal monologue like never shuts up yeah. so i'm going through topics at like lightning speeds yeah that's the thing is my internal monologue is 70 percent just music yeah no it, it's mostly just talking for yeah. me maybe maybe like 60 or 50 percent but. And so, if I get onto a history subject at all, Rome gets brought up at least once in that conversation somewhere. Yeah. You know? So, I, I literally think about the Roman Empire, like, probably every day. Yeah, like, I don't think I thought about it today. I had this conversation with someone else, so I did think about it today. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it didn't come up with anything I was thinking about today. But, you know, there's just so many facets about the Roman Empire that I probably can think of, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I think about the Roman Empire a lot. If we're going think of, as in, like, literally just yeah. the thought passes Brushes your mind. your mind, yeah. tickles your testes for half a second. Yeah, just a, a small jolt of neuron activation slightly yeah. stimulates the Roman Empire. Yeah. I don't know, like, I'm, I'm thinking, because, like, you know, I listened to the audiobooks, audiobook today, and that's, like, an older fantasy book, which is kind of, I mean, somewhat older. I don't mean older, like, as an actually older, I mean, like, the time frame, yeah. if you will, yeah. is supposed to be, like, an old medieval time frame. Mm -hmm. So, like, even listening to that and pondering it, I don't think the Roman Empire ever even came really up. came up in your mind? I don't think so. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like I'm trying to think of what connection I could have possibly made to the Roman Empire, and aside from I guess fighting, it's like, oh uh, yeah, not much. So I'm pretty sure I didn't really think of the Roman Empire hmm. while I was mulling over my book. Yeah, that, like would you have? Possibly. Yeah. It just depends on like what. Yeah, but like even after listening to the book, right, mm -hmm. and then just thinking about history stuff, if my brain yeah. went into that. The that, Roman that Empire. Vein, yeah. The Roman Empire might have been brushed up 
Yeah. And that's just one instance that it might have come up. Yeah. There's a billion other times where, like, like even sometimes I'm just, like, taking a bath or, like, a shower or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. like, huh, the Romans kind of invented this. Yeah. You know? Like, if do we count that as thinking about the Roman Empire? Like, the definition is kind of hazy. I would, I would say count it. Yeah, right. But... For for purposes of the trend, I don't know if you knew that it was a trend. I did because yeah. I listened to the Underdogs podcast. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, why is it a trend again? Uh, like, what's sig- the point? Sigmas, Giga Chads. Nothing. Is that the a, idea. No, nothing in particular. I think it just started with a with some girlfriend on TikTok asking her boyfriend, "How often do you think about the Roman Empire?" Uh-huh. And then his answer was kind of shocking, so it just kind of spread like. Oh my gosh, like, ask your man how often he thinks about the Roman Empire. Because people think about it, like, really often. Men specifically. Yeah, men specifically think about it pretty Like, often. just, like, suddenly just kind of pops into their head, like, huh, the Roman Empire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I genuinely don't think I think about it very often. I think now that it's been brought up, maybe I'll recognize it more, but maybe I'll also just think about it more. Yeah. Unintentionally. Intentionally, is it, unintentionally. Is it confirmation bias, or is it... Yeah. Or is it like actually Genuine. noticing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm honestly not sure. I think if anything, I might just be more prone to allowing myself to think about it. Yeah, basically. nowadays I'll de- like definitely after this trend has been brought up, I'll definitely be like tongue in cheek nodding to myself, uh huh, the Roman Empire. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll make me chuckle. Oh, that's funny. Because I make myself chuckle a lot. Yeah, I definitely don't. I mumble don't to myself that. and chuckle to myself and just do all these goofy shenanigans. Yeah. I definitely don't talk to myself at work, do you? Yeah. Talk to yourself? No, people will be, like, walking by me and they're like, huh? I'm like, oh, don't mind me. I'm talking to myself like a crazy person. Yeah. No, and they're like, oh, okay. I don't talk to myself at work. And, like, it doesn't matter, like, what I'm saying. I might be saying just, like, something, like, something kind of related to work. Like, about the situation that I'm a part of. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just kind of rehashing lines from, like, Xavier Renegade Angel or oh whatever. Oh my gosh. Like, I'll just be doing the monologue what to myself. What a mad man. Yeah. I just think it's funny. Speaking it, of, it makes me chuckle. <laughs> speaking of work stuff, so I have a coworker. He's an older gentleman. Uh, Hispanic, so, like, English isn't his first language and stuff. Yeah. But he can speak it well enough. Um... And I remember one time, because, you know, we would, like, go through the rooms and take out, like, trash and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember I went in, uh, like, went into rooms with him, and he told me to look for, like, store receipts and give them to him. But he, didn't, but he didn't tell me why. Probably getting points on no, the apps and stuff. No, actually. So I found out why today. Because as I came out, I had just gotten a bunch of garbage and he was literally at, like, the outside garbage can. He had also collected a bunch and was, like, opening bags and rooting through them in the garbage can to get, to get receipts. And and he was just like, you're probably wondering, like, why I'm doing this. I'm like, I mean, yeah, a little bit. And he's like, it's because it has... The Roman Empire. <laughs> and he said it's because it has taxes on them. I was like, what? He's like, so... But, and he kind of explained to me. I, didn't, I don't fully understand it, but evidently... Maybe to become, like, a citizen or to, like, be able to come across the border or something along... Something related to Hispanics trying to, like, get inside America. They need receipts or something like that or, like, proof maybe that they pay taxes. So he collects them and then he gives them to people who are trying to get in America 
to use them as I guess proof, proof they that pay they're taxes, paying taxes or some something yeah. along those lines. Because like you could only shop at flea markets yeah. supposedly and or maybe not like, pay a dime in yeah. taxes. Or maybe like uh what's it called? So he like you have to like collect a certain number of paid taxes through receipts in order to be able to like get in or meet some sort of criteria so he just collects receipts and he just gives them to them okay so they can have so with so they don't have to spend money to do it yeah yeah i'm like wow what a good samaritan that's so awesome what a chad (laughs) you're in the dark alleyway and your your dealer's just handing you (laughs) receipts from target (laughs) yeah I, I bet he doesn't even think about the Roman Empire, and he's a total Chad. Yeah. Well, it's not It's not just because, like, Chads think about the Roman Empire. It's just some men think about the Roman Empire a lot more than you might think. Yeah. I'm still wondering, like, do I think about it? I don't think I do. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Like, it might pop up every so often. Like, once a month. Once every two you know weeks. what I think does pop up is just like the very stereotypical image of like a Roman guy with like the the gladiator kind of helmet. But isn't that Greek What's helmet? What's the gladiator helmet? The red, the red thingy on the with top. The, with the, the red like, fuzzy on the top. Uh, is that a Greek helmet or is that a Roman one? Uh, I think it depends on how the rest of the helmet looks. I think. Oh, uh, okay. I think that is partially Greek and partially Roman. Okay. I don't think it is entirely one of either. Yeah, so the one I'm thinking of is, like, with a little nose piece down the middle, the opening in the front, uh, kind of, uh, I guess, kind of domed at the top. No, not super, not domed, just yeah. just round, just, like, more more spherical. Yeah, at, I think it is, top. I think it is Roman. Okay. But... I think I did. I do know that both the Greek also wore very similar helmets. Yeah. At one so like point. that just in- yeah no. If you look up Greek, Greek helmet and Roman helmet, they look like very very similar. Okay. But the red is very Roman. Gotcha. I feel like that image pops, pops up, in your up head. frequently, and I'm not super sure why. So I'm wondering if it's just because you're saying. How often do you think of the Roman Empire, and that image, that image just pops, pops into my head, head just Roman, Roman soldier, yeah, looking guy, um, yeah. or if it's because, uh, like, I actually just like think about it, yeah. kind of thing. Um, Interesting. Yeah. For half a second, I couldn't remember which which one I was on whenever I was saying because this or this. I couldn't remember which one I had just said. So I'm like, oh, am I about to repeat what I just said or am I on the right track? <laughs> and then you just go to an infinite loop of saying the same things over yeah. and over again. Yeah, exactly. No, I can no tell one can stop I can tell you're kind of sleepy. Sometimes, I, I've seen like... You've seen my eyes glaze over. Roll back into your head. Dude, like, I was falling asleep at work yesterday it was so bad i was so tired and i was doing cashier right so i'm just standing there and i'm just like trying to find like a comfortable spot to like lean and no no well because like i'm just standing like i'm not doing anything i'm just like oh like the temptation and and, well not even just that it's just like i've already been walking around for the whole day so my back already kind of hurts just from standing for so long yeah and so i'm just like just trying to find a spot that doesn't make my back ache or my legs like i'm constantly like trying to do little squats and stuff yeah and, to and, ease yeah just to kind of like it brings the stretching kind of brings a certain relief well i think it's also changing way. your center of gravity yeah uh, puts it puts strain on different muscles that you haven't used as much yeah 
So like I'm doing that, I'm just like, why can't this shift already be over? <laughs> yeah, dude, I fall, I can fall asleep while talking to people. Are you serious? Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> Me falling asleep talking to you right now, but but like at work at like like four o'clock. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> it's just like boring. No, not not like whenever I'm taking customers' orders. And so oh. I can I can very easily fall asleep. Why? What do you mean? So that you know how you know how the window looks, right? Yeah. So that window gets pretty warm because the sun's on it for a oh, long time. Okay, and so you I feel go, it on your I face. Go full, no, I go full lizard brain. I put my if you I put my back to it uh-huh. and just kind of put my head back while I'm talking. Mm-hmm. I can knock out. Yeah, I've done it like twice before. Oh my gosh. That's wild. Like, and I have to, like, bring myself from the brink of the abyss of yeah. sleep. So speaking of uh, falling asleep at work, so another thing that happened today was um, <laughs> I was going around taking out, taking trash, and I find one of the, the housekeeper carts, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, okay. They're in the, and usually they have, like, a decent amount of trash, so I'll just take them so they can start a new bag. Mm-hmm. They don't have to keep carrying it around, right? So I go over to it, and... I look in the room, and I see a big bag of trash, so I, like, knock, right? I assumed they were just, like, in the restroom, mm. uh, in the restroom, like, cleaning in there. And I knock, so I can ask if they, if they want me to take it, but there's no response. I'm just like, huh. So I kind of look inside, and I go in the room, and they were asleep on the bed. Just, like, just not, like, wrapped up, but, yeah. like, curled up. Like with their body, like in the embryo, the fetal, the position. fetal position, embryo position. <laughs> they were just a single cell. <laughs> um, yeah, in the fetal position, just like uh, with their head on, like the sh- like a bundled up sheet. <laughs> and I was just like, oh no, taking a so fat. Nap. So I walked up to her and I just kind of like poked her calf. It's <laughs> because like. It was like the closest spot to the ed- closest part to the edge of the bed. I didn't want to like lean over her to poke her shoulder or something yeah. like that. So I just like poked her calf once, and she like her eyes kind of fluttered a little bit, and she realized she was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and she like freaked out. And I was just like, "Hey, I'm, you want me to take the trash?" And she was just like, "I fell asleep." She like freaked out. She's, you're just like, don't worry about she it. She was like, so embarrassed. That makes dude. sense. It was so sad. <laughs> and she was like, "You didn't see anything." I was like, "Yeah, it's cool. Don't even worry about it." <laughs> I just like, came to get trash. Yeah. I don't mind. Like I've been sleepy at work before. Yeah. I don't blame you at all. Like I'm, I'm so... I, I'd be pretty embarrassed if I was caught popping memes yeah. at, at Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like, <laughs> the thing is. Whenever I get like that sleepy, mm-hmm. I feel like if I even just like close my eyes and lie <laughs> down for a single second, I would fall asleep. Yeah. So I can imagine that if you were like that, and you know you're like in a room with a giant ass king sized bed, and you're trying to take all the sheets off you're and stuff, trying to and take you, all like, the sheets you, like, off, crawl and no one's around. Yeah, you crawl onto it like your body's just like bedtime, <laughs> and you just crash. <laughs> Shut down. Yeah. Or, like, just being on top of it just, like, slows your body movements down because it's just like, oh, my God, it's so soft. It's, like, moving through molasses, and you just knock out without mm-hmm. even thinking. Like, I, I could imagine that. I'm surprised I haven't seen that more often, to mm-hmm. be honest. Well, maybe you will. Yeah, I probably will. But, yeah, so that was just really funny. That is that is a very interesting experience. 
I do think it's really funny that like I'm saying the story right now and I just said like, oh, don't worry, I won't tell anyone. It's just like, uh, so this happened today. I mean, it's not like anyone knows who this person is yeah. or like even if they looked at the list of workers at that hotel, they'd be able to somehow pinpoint who the frick it was yeah, just by exactly. name alone. So. Well, I didn't even say a name. Exactly. <laughs> just from the slight description of being a female. Yeah. I mean, they're all females. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like one of the few males that works there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can... Another problem is because I'm right next to the drink machine with the ice maker, mm-hmm. it gets kind of chilly. So I also I also fall asleep pretty easily because of that. Because it's chilly? Because it's chilly. You get sleepier when you're chilly? To some extent. It's more of a fatigue. I get sleepier. Or like an exhaustion. I get sleepier when I'm hot. It's a, it's a different type of sleepy okay it's like like it's an actual difference it's between like weariness and en- energy conservation and oh this is comfortable yeah because like i totally get what you mean like i i mean i was literally just talking about how the glass on the window pane is warm yeah. so i fall asleep because it's on my back and it feels nice because yeah. reptile <laughs> but this is literally just like okay you're spending too many calories uh go to sleep yeah no i remember driving back in san antonio driving back to the house i was staying at and it's like a 20 minute drive 20 25 minute drive and you know it's at the end of the day and it's nice and hot and like i've been you know going at it since like six in the morning and i'm just like i want to just knock out Mm -hmm. and you know i'm already tired i've been driving in my car nice and comfy and warm for a while now my body's just like Just like no, don't give up. Little cartoon sound effects. Yeah, no, no, I remember like my eyes felt heavy on the expressway. Like that happened. That happened a lot. I'm not even joking. But the thing is, it was always like towards the end, like in like the last like like three five minutes of the drive. So just like it's just a little bit more, my dude. Crank up the music. Yeah. Like, you freaking got start singing at the top of your lungs, kind of thing. Get some Adderall or something. But sometimes I was too tired to even just sing. Wow. Yeah. No, I was. I would be oh, exhausted. Like my mouth just didn't want to open. You should. You should have just pulled to the side of the road, and taken a nap in your car. I know. I I, I considered it multiple times. You should have. But usually, I would literally just slap myself. Well, it would have been safer. But yeah. No, I, t- I totally agree. Like, I, I should have, but I was... Quick, quick tip. If you ever feel sleepy at the wheel, but, literally just pull aside the and thing is, take like, a nap. If I do that, I'm going to, like, melt in my car. <laughs> like, I don't know. Your body might wake you up because you're, like, overheating or whatever. Yeah, right? exactly. I don't know. I was just worried about, like, getting, like, sunburned and stuff. Like, I could very easily... Like, my 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 arm will would get burned while yeah. I drive. Yeah. Because... Because it's a 20-minute car drive. Yeah. Just in direct sunlight. No, one, one time I was I was heading to Laredo. Ooh. Um, and, yeah, no, my arm was getting burned. So I, I grabbed... I had a work shirt in the car next to like me. So I just grabbed it and I just put it over my arm because I was actually going to get sunburned. Yeah. <clears throat> just... Yeah. I could feel it. I was like, oh my gosh. So, yeah, yeah, that was pretty goofy. And then you know, I get there and I just, I just like walk into the the bedroom, just like take off whatever things I need to take off. I just flop in bed and sleep. Yeah. Like man, those sleeps felt so, so good. good. Holy 
crap. It felt so nice. It sucks. It, it still takes me a while to go to sleep even after I work. Really? And, like, I've tested out several things. Like, I was like, okay, maybe I just shouldn't use my phone at all. Mm-hmm. And I did that for, like, a week and a half and literally nothing changed. And I think it's because, like, I just don't have, like, a decompression. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I don't have, like, I'm, I'm not able to, like, unwind, as it were. Hmm. I'm still, like, I don't know. It's weird. It takes me, it still takes me a while to yeah, go to no. sleep. It takes me about a minute and a half. For two minutes no. to fall asleep. It takes, like, no time at all. Yeah, no, I'll have to... I have to roll over in my bed two or three times before I can go to bed. Yeah, not at all. Well, before one, I can actually fall Once asleep. I close my eyes, that's it. I'm out. Like, like <laughs> Lights I, out. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not waking up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will. At the lightest little things. Yeah, because you're a very light sleeper. Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. Um... But, yeah. I'm always afraid of waking you up whenever I get back home. I'm sure I do, like, most of the time, but... Actually, no. No? no you haven't. Uh, I think when I fall asleep, the beginning of my sleep is my deepest sleep. That goes against most scientific like, I, conclusions, I think, I think but... towards the end of my sleep is oh, when my body yeah. starts to lighten up and be more aware of things because it's ready to wake up, I yeah. guess, and be aware of, like, my alarms and stuff. So I think towards the end is when yeah. my body's, like like starting to allow itself to be waken up by really yeah. light stuff but i think before that i sleep pretty heavily yeah yeah because i've only waken up to you coming home just a couple times yeah yeah but but definitely much less often than, mm, than uh, would than be anticipated not, yeah. yeah sleep is weird dude sleep is so wonderful i love sleep oh my gosh i can't wait to go to sleep right now <laughs> yeah sorry about that sleepy boy podcast why aren't you saying goofy things what goofy things like veggie tales does not dude, do warfare i'm not funny you're goofy though you're I'm silly not funny. you're not saying funny things but you say silly things stupid burger dude iphone 15 what do you think of that uh the durability stuff no just in general uh just all, all your thoughts on the iphone 15 what do you think about it the durability stuff is absolutely hilarious i don't yeah. know if you've seen that yeah that it breaks like just like putting Very... the slightest amount of pressure yeah. you can fart in its ju- direction <laughs> yeah. and it just shatters uh i just it kind of calls me back to the time of the iphone 6 yeah it would bend whenever whenever that was like a big thing yeah also, just like the iPhone six, and yeah. we're nine numbers after six. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I don't know why phone companies release a new phone every year. Phone companies or Apple? Uh, I think Samsung kind of does it too. Uh, not as often. Not as often. Yeah. Because no, Samsung will actually update their phones. But <laughs> iPhone doesn't do. Yeah, that. they don't <laughs> update their iOS as yeah. much. Their Which iOS is part doesn't... of the reason why they don't get viruses as often. Yeah. But yeah no. meanwhile i think jacob still uses like an iphone 5 or something really i mean his phone is more bricky than oh yeah it is than it? not yeah his phone That's is true. pretty bulky and iphones kind of have a tendency to get thinner every year yeah soon we'll be like texting on eye leaves literally just like sheets of glass yeah i mean i think that is kind of the vision but i don't know why it would be yeah I miss the days of the Nokia. You tap your phone, your phone just shatters. I miss the days when I I tap my phone and my finger shatters. (laughs) 
Yeah, iPhone 15 is pretty goofy in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, that's, that's really silly. Yeah. Apple in general is just a very silly company. We all know this. Yeah. This is this is an un, unequivocal uh, opinion. Yeah. yeah. It's really fun. You know uh, Stephen He? Yeah. The Asian yeah. dude. Just Emotional have... damage. Yeah, that guy. He made a video uh, about... He made a video about the iPhone 15, and then he made a video about how iPhone users, like, don't get Androids or something like uh-huh. that, and how they'll never understand. And then he even confessed, like, oh, by the way, I'm still getting an iPhone 15. <laughs> After making fun of iPhone users yeah. and all the things that Android does better. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like an addiction. It is. It's straight up just like a fad. Well, not even a fad. It, like, it's straight up, like, people are almost addicted to having the new iPhone. Although... What a lot of people say is that uh, they just stick with iPhone just because all their data is already on it. Yeah. So but, like, just, you don't like, need don't a new bother one. with, like, tracing. Well, yeah, exactly. So, a lot of people don't actually get new ones, except for the fact that... Uh, but there, there's, there are a lot of people that get new ones yes, every there, there year. Are also, but there's more than you think that don't actually get yeah, new ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also the fact that um, they uh, deplete your battery faster. Yeah, yeah, that's it's like a thing that that happens. But a lot of companies do that. It's not, it's not just Apple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My phone seems to have okay battery. My phone, my phone's good. Yeah, it usually it, it lasts me like the whole day, but I use it like all day. I. So. I mean, even on like Mondays and Tuesdays, the days where I use my phone the most. By the end of the day, I'm still at like fifty percent. So seriously, yeah. Holy piss! I mean, yeah, my phone is also, also just like a keep, piece of trash. I also keep my phone at minimum brightness at yeah, all times. Keep mine at so brightness, but it's not horrible. My brightness isn't that bad. So like, yeah, no, I'll I'll go like a whole day, and by the end of the day, it'll be like forty eight percent. As in the days that I go to work, I'll I'll I will come back and it'll be at like seventy eight percent. That's freaking funky. Yeah. What the heck? I need that. My headphones, though. My headphones last forever. Okay. It is those wonderful. white headphones. The uh-huh. he- those headphones are garbage. Really? Rancid garbage. Why? They run out of battery super fast. Their sound quality is mid. Like they have weird touch controls that i don't understand yeah the headphones i use right now have horrible touch controls it's so bad it's so weird like why why would you do that i just want to no i just want to take one of my headphones out of my ear like i can do everything except for pause my freaking music with my headphones i can change songs i can change the volume and stuff but i can't pause or play them it does and the thing is when you touch them there's no button yeah yeah like, no it's it literally just, doesn't have a button it's just like touch sensors yeah i have no idea how to pause it yeah i'm just like what who designed this this is retarded like, what in the world there needs to be one function on these headphones, yeah but literally that's pause and play i'll have i'll charge those for like a full day right uh-huh i'll come back to them i'll take them out and i'll connect them and it literally says they have 80 percent battery really yes what in the world? And they literally only let... This box says 12 hours of battery life. That is the biggest crock of shit. <laughs> I will literally... I'll, like, use them for two hours. Mm-hmm. And they're running Battery? Out. Low. What it's in like, the world? <laughs> Technology I also moment. Can't, I also can't find my 
headphone that works for the actually good pair of headphones that I have. Oof, that sucks. I think mommy moved it somewhere. It's annoying. But it's also because I left it out in the dining room. Yeah, so you somewhat deserved it. Yeah. Nonstop L's admittedly deserved. (laughs) Admit? Dude, midlife crisis. I'd have a crisis too if my my life life was was mid. mid. Did I show you the picture or did I just say it? Uh, I don't think you showed me the picture. The picture is goofy too. Describe it. Let me pull it up up and then you can describe it. Okay. Play by your rules. (laughs) (laughs) I am looking at a picture of a bunch of transformers uh, it says midlife crisis yeah i'd have a crisis too if my life was mid and then it shows like optimus prime and bumblebee and a couple other boys and then there's like a fancy car on the bottom which i assume is also a transformer They're i just in, like a desert setting i just think it's funny that it's transformers yeah it's like super epic looking except yeah it's also transformers it's also which is retarded trans- you know i'm just now realizing that that the fancy car in the front, I think that might be a sideswipe. Wow. Wow. Tevi knows his Transformers. Not are. really. But. Cringe. Uh, have you seen those freaking architecture pictures where it's like a meme? No. Okay, like. Do you, do you see oh, the... wait. I think that was literally what I was. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, the Thanos video. Yeah. Where, yeah. I'll turn everyone into beautiful, into beautiful landscape. Yeah. Okay, but there's there's just some pretty great ones. Like. Can you tell what this is? It's Donkey Kong. Yeah, but like yeah. from a distance, it, it it's just just Donkey, just Kong. Donkey Kong. Yeah. Or uh, there's a. Uh... Tell, tell me, tell me if you can see. It's a uh, low tier god. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> a landscape. Very vaguely see him in the landscape. It's, it's so, so good. It's so. What funny. is that called? I have no idea. It's just some form of. AI. So so basically what Tevi's showing me is there's like iconic pictures, you know? Like that's like a thing that exists. So like So imagine the Mona Lisa, but it's turned into scenery of like hills and rivers and stuff. Yeah. But you can just see the outline but of the you Mona could take, Lisa. Instead of the Mona Lisa, take Peter Griffin's face. Yeah. And then suddenly it's Peter Griffin's face. But in the, the side of, of like mountain. a landscape. Yeah. And it's not like blatantly obvious. You have to look at it for just like a second and then you can see peter griffin's face i love i love my gallery my gallery's full of just the worst images but, but like if you didn't know who peter griffin was you wouldn't recognize it yeah like you would just think it's just like a normal landscape picture there's also a very funny picture of canal <laughs> that's it's really just cute. My, it's my shih tzu but it, it's very zoomed up on his face and yeah. it's very cute he's that's also sitting cute. on a table and i think that's funny that's really great yeah I have the best camera roll. Just kidding, my camera uh, roll is probably just the same as like everyone else. No, I think mine is the best. Because mine is the best woman in the world, isn't it? Oh, uh, damn straight. Yeah, so, uh, sorry everybody, you can't compete. Can't I already compete. won. Here's uh, when it's career good. day and your dad walk in with his hitbox. <laughs> which I think is funny because uh, Mango, one of the best flash players in the world yeah has a kid in first grade yeah and i think it's really funny that that is literally now a situation that can happen that's amazing did you see xp level 3's new video with his little baby it's so adorable the, in the ad in the ad read yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the reading spells yeah. or not spells uh 
class subclasses. Yeah, is so good. So super it's funny. A, it's a great concept. Yeah, going on to D and D Beyond, just reading the worst subclasses <laughs> people have made. It is really good and very funny. I also like how he somehow spins it into like a kind of positive, like positive message. Positive so message, just like yeah. Criti- criticism and critiquing, but creativity at the same. Yeah, time. but he like he takes some of the ideas mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, but that could be really cool." Like yeah. he just has a brain for it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a brain for that. Yeah, no. I looked at those things and I was just like, "Oh yeah, I could. I could use this." Yeah, no, my freaking... You, you know me, I'm so bad at doing anything homebrew related. Not even joking, the past ten seconds, I had no idea what I was saying. Like, I know what I said, but my brain was about, like, 20% conscious. Yeah. I don't know how I did that. Because, like, I'm totally conscious right now, and I know what I'm saying. Yeah. But that but for a little about, bit, you did. Yeah, but that, that sense about, like, XP, XP level 3 reading the subclasses and stuff, like... My voice sounded different, or my voice was going into my ear in a different way, and there was like zero thoughts. Wacky. It was like my my thoughts were just the words I was pronouncing with my mouth. Basically, Wacky. But nothing actually in my brain. Yeah. That's weird. Thoughts, but no thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Alright, quick little side topic. Uh, of something that I've been up to recently. I've been reading a lot of audio... Or not reading audiobooks. Listening. I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. No, I'm reading audiobooks. <laughs> um, and two... In per- I can do it really fast <clears throat> for some reason. Two in particular, which are basically part of the same genre, but very, very, very different books. Oh, that's right. I listened to uh, the final book of the Ender Quartet, uh, Children of the Mind, which is a sci-fi book. And then I also listened to another sci-fi book called Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And I just thought it was really funny that I listened to both of those around the same time. And they're the same genre, but like completely different. Yeah. So I'll I'll give like a very brief premise, especially of Children of the Mind, because that concept and story are like so complicated. Um... So basically, the backstory. The main character of the previous three books has accidentally created two, two du- extra people. Yeah, two duplicates of himself. Except they're not himself, but they are himself. They are aspects <clears throat> of his personality. Yeah, that he, he is put into like one hundred percent form capacity. Yeah. Yeah. So like the aspect of his like good side and the aspect of his bad side have now been given like distinct physical bodies resembling his two other siblings uh that's kind of the initial premise of the book and like what he does how the book starts yeah that's how the book starts and it kind of follows how he deals with them and how he figures out what to do with them but then there's also the fact that there's like a giant computer program that exists in this world and it's kind of alive and the government is trying to shut down all the computers in the galaxy, which would also kill this computer program that has like but a is life. alive. And if they do that, then they would technically be committing genocide. Yeah. So they're trying to not let that happen, and but then... it's going to happen. So they're trying to figure out another way to store this giant computer program. Yeah. And then the the space government also sent out the space army to go nuke a planet and kill 
two sentient alien races on it. <clears throat> Even potentially three sentient alien races. Yeah. Because we don't know how sentient this virus is. Because this virus seems to have some form of sentience. But yep. it seems like a kind of evil sentience. <laughs> so it's like, do we really want that to be around? Yeah. So... There's a whole lot of moving parts. Yeah. In in because you know it is kind of the climax of a four book series. Yeah, but it it it's also really really great. It's probably it might be my third favorite book in the series. I can't even rank them. Yeah, it's they're very hard to rank. But Speaker for the Dead is definitely my first favorite. Oh yeah. Um, but then I would say Xenocide is also is definitely yeah. my next favorite, and then. I could see Children of the Mind and Ender's Game just being tied, tied. and not, I can't really decide I mean, one or the other. Like, how can you? <laughs> yeah, they're kind of, they're kind of good for different things. Yeah, but I do really like just how much Children of the Mind, the fourth book in the series, kind of relates to Ender's Game, yeah. the first book. Um, it does tie it all together. Yeah, I th- and I think it actually refers to the first book more than numbers two and three. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. It is. Um. So yeah, that was a fun book. Presents lots of moral dilemmas and cool situations. Great space ideas. opera. Yeah, space stuff. It's very tense, very exciting. Yeah, it's just just cool book. Uh, and very this... tense and exciting without any like fight scenes or combat or anything like that, Impossible. which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it's like uncut gems in that regard. Yeah, true. And then, of course, there's the next book that I experienced, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Very well known. Which is known. A, a dry British comedy sci-fi yeah. book. And uh, it was really good. It was really funny. Um, obviously not, like, gut-punchingly ha-ha yeah. funny. It's, you know, really funny British comedy. Yeah. But... Even so, there were just quite a few things here and there. That got you to that, chuckle. Yeah, that got me giggle. to chuckle or just got me to smile that I just thought were, like, really dumb or silly and yeah. stuff. And as I was listening to it, I wanted to make a podcast segment where I basically get quotes from the book. Mm-hmm. But I also make, like, my own quotes and you needed to figure out which one was the quote from the book and, and you know, which ones were mine. Yeah. The uh, only issue is I am nowhere near clever enough to come up with anything that even could sound remotely, like <clears throat> yeah, 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 that could even remotely sound like it came from the book. Okay. So because the humor and stuff is just so witty, yeah, I'm just like I, I, yeah, I can't even come up with anything to compete with it. Yeah. Um, it was literally to the point. My best idea for this uh, quiz that I wanted to give you mm-hmm. in the podcast was there's a part where one of the alien races is talking, but it's just like that that kind of speak. Mm-hmm. And so I was literally just gonna make like three choices of that, and then one of the one from the book. That was the cleverest thing I could come up with. <laughs> so you just had to choose from gibberish. Yeah. Which, which gibberish you thought which, was? Which gibberish do you think is the most British? Yeah. Um. But that didn't get to happen because, again, I'm just nowhere near clever yeah. enough to come up with what Yikes. this book could happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, what, a, what an ego death. Well, not even... It wasn't really that. I didn't... It was just... I was just... It was just very witty. Yeah. And I'm just like, I am not this level at all. Yeah. Like, I think I have a little bit of cleverness in me, but definitely not this. An ounce or two, but this is this is a full gallon. Yeah, it was full very, gallon of wit. very impressive. 
um, and just just fun. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a silly book. So the idea of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, if you can't imagine already, well, you can't because <laughs> it's the, pretty wacky. The the name doesn't exactly relate to the book. Um, what happens at the very 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 beginning of the book? Earth gets blown up and the human race gets annihilated. That is how the book starts. Um, and, uh, there's one human that survives, and he survives because there was already another alien on Earth who actually knew what was going on when it was about to start happening. He found out, like, the day before that the Earth was about to get blown up because he has, like, a radar that, like, detected spaceships. So he detects a spaceship, he's like, oh, finally, I can get off Earth. I've been stuck here for 15 years, and I've never been able to get off. And then he looks, and he's like... Ah, oh, piss. It's these guys. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, uh... So and they're like, like terraformers, right? Yeah. They're, they're not even... No, they're not even terraformers. They're construction workers. Yeah, they're clearing Earth because it's like blocking It's in the, the middle of a roadway, yeah. basically. They're just... <laughs> it's an intergalactic highway. Yeah. So there's like one human that this alien has taken a liking to. So he's just like, uh, yeah, you can come with me. So he, he told him don't come to school tomorrow. Yeah, basically. So he just takes him with him. And then he's just like, "All right, let's go on this wacky adventure. The galaxy's huge. You, you'll you, you'll forget about Earth entirely. Like, don't even worry about it. It's cool." So, uh, and so yeah, it's just kind of about the little adventure that they go on, and simultaneously, like this really almost dumb world building yeah. that goes on in the book. There, there's this hilarious bit where so there's another alien that steals a ship. Uh, that they end up riding on for a while. And he steals a ship that is powered off of improbability. Sounds like quantum physics. And so the re- No, not at all. And so the reason why they end up on this ship is because they were on a different one. Uh, the one that the, that actually blew up the Earth. They were on that ship, but they're hitchhikers. And the, and the owner of that ship is just like, Oh, I hate hitchhikers. I'm going to get rid of them. So he gets... Re- so... <clears throat> just so a he, sentence i hate hitchhikers so he literally you know he puts them in like a in like a shoot of some kind yeah. and just launches them out into space and so the improbability of them getting rescued is like pretty much zero this is so improbable that they're the situation they're in is basically fuel for this other ship and so it picks them up and takes them with them <laughs> okay <laughs> it's really stupid it's there's like another. I'm trying to remember what the context of this scene was. Oh, they go to another planet that the guy who stole the ship has been looking for for forever. This mm-hmm. planet that created other planets ages ago. Yeah, when people were super rich. They're also like super. They're creating planets or supercomputers that become planets, right? No, not quite. You're you're getting confused with something else. Okay. Um. So they're going over to this other planet, and as they're going there, uh, they assume it's deserted, but of course it's not, and they fire missiles at them, (laughs) and (laughs) the missiles just get turned into a sperm whale and a bed of petunias or something like that, (laughs) which is just, like, impossibly improbable for whatever, like, obviously it is. But it's what happens anyways. <laughs> so it's more fuel for the ship. And and uh, as they land, it says, like, and there's a sperm whale on the floor. Or no. No, before they... 
is it before the missiles even get launched the book basically foreshadows yeah that there's going to be a bed of petunias and a sperm whale that just meet an untimely end and somehow that this correlates to them and then the next chapter opens up with just like the thoughts of the sperm whale <laughs> it's just like oh what's going on what am i why am i here what's it? who am i of it's course. just like i'm feeling something what is this I don't know what to call it. Uh, how about wind? I'll call it wind. Yes, that sounds good. And then, of course, like all the existential, like a little bit, yeah. yeah. And then he's just like, "Oh, what's this thing coming towards me? Uh, maybe ground. That sounds like a good name. Yes, ground, of course." And then, and then it just like ends <laughs> because they <laughs> because, fucking because he dies. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the book is really, really funny. There, there's That's... there's so many great bits in it. Yeah, the thing that you're thinking about. So Earth is actually an experiment. Yeah, it's an experiment. It's an experiment done by mice. Mice are actually the most intelligent, intelligent. race on Earth. <laughs> it's really funny because... So basically, mice create humanity. Okay. And the guy's just like, no, that's not how it works. We're the ones that test on the mice. Because the mice actually have biological structures that are extremely similar to humans. And we can learn a lot from from studying them because because well I guess we're like them <laughs> or something. And he comes to the realization of like, wait, why are we like mice? Yeah. Why is it that we study mice to learn more about ourselves? More about, yeah. <laughs> There's something that's off here, and it turns out it's because mice created Earth basically. Yeah. And the... humans just kind of were a byproduct, right? The humans were basically were, yeah. weren't actually intentional at all. They just kind of happened, and they're like, "Oh, look at this." Yeah, well, look, there's humans oh, there that's too. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, the book is very existential. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of like existential philosophy in the book. Like, yeah. There's there's whole the that book, uh, the universe next door, uh, the the chapter on existentialism, like quotes or and like. Talks oh really about quotes hitchhikers oh, like because it, it's, it's just it's so prevalent throughout the book yeah um i mean the whole thing about 13 and 42 and that sort of thing i don't is that in hitchhikers yeah okay uh, 42 is i'm trying to think of 13 i don't remember 13 uh so 42 is the answer to the ultimate question, question. of life the universe and everything yeah which the supercomputer that the mice created known as deep thought comes up with yeah Except um, I, they don't know what the question is. Yes, they don't know what the question is. <laughs> in I think it's like a sequel book or like a companion book of some kind. I think they find out that the question is 13. <laughs> That's so stupid. So it, 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 like, it literally they, doesn't seem to they, correlate like at they all. They come up with a fake question, actually, in the book. Because they okay. get the answer, and but then Earth gets blown up, which is the supercomputer, and it gets blown up just before, like five seconds before it was about to come up come with up the with answer. The answer. Yeah. <laughs> and so the mice are just like, oh, well, we need something to present to everyone, because we were supposed to have an answer by now. And just, so they go off with like a couple questions, and then one of them's just like, how about... How many roads does a man roads does a man have to cross? Forty-two. <gasps> Excellent. Yes, that'll throw them off. <laughs> it's so stupid. That, but, that's very silly. Yeah, there's there's so much of that. It's yeah, really great. It like definitely, if you're just 
I guess if you're into that kind of thing, which yeah. I don't even know what that kind of thing is. I mean, it's dry British existential humor. I know that's incredibly specific, but it's not as specific as you might think. Yeah, it's not as, um, like... If you want... It's not as mundane as you would think. Yeah. It's genuinely funny. Like, mm-hmm. it, it'll make you smile with how ridiculous some of the things are. Because, like, it's not comedy that's hard to get. It's just it's just dumb. Well, it's it, just dumb and kind you, of ridiculous. You keep, say, you keep saying the word dumb, dumb, yeah. dumb. Yeah. It's not dumb because it's existential. What it is is it's absurd. Yeah, yeah, no, what you're it, right. What it is is it's, it's... But it's witty absurd. It's portraying the absurdities of life because that's one big thing about existentialism is yeah. how how a human can can grapple with can the, wrestle with the idea the, uh, with, of their own existence well not even just that with the absurdity of the existence around them yeah and like how you mold that that's like a big foundation of existentialism you know what's really funny so like obviously existential is, is one of the words i would use to describe the book but the other way i would describe the book is life satire yeah and I'm just that's like, fair. oh wait, that's literally just existentialism, Exist- isn't, yeah. isn't it? I mean, so. it's just, it's absurdism, it's surrealism. Would you say that like people who like Night Vale would be pretty into? Definitely, yeah. if you like Night Vale, because you, it's you the, would... it's the same category. Yeah. It's like surreal humor, absurdist humor, yeah. um, existential humor. What's it called? Hitchhikers definitely has more rules. Than yeah, Nightvale. yeah, but it, it's not as off the rails. It's it's just silly. because. Uh, yeah. Night Vale is also supposed to be uh, horror-inspired, yeah. yeah. and usually horror is, like, a lot of things that break rules. Yeah. But, yeah, no, this is just, like, purely comedy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's great. It, yeah. It, 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 it's, no, a, it's a great book. I've, I've heard many good things about it. I've heard enough good things to where I'm like, I don't know how much I can read. You said the thing about the sperm whale and petunias. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I haven't experience yeah that no you, you, yeah. you haven't experienced a lot of it trust yeah. me there's there's a lot in the book that you don't know yeah. <laughs> like there, there are just so many things in it that i was just like wow i never would have been able to come up with that yeah. that's just so silly so, so silly yeah it, it's great so, what would you what how many how many blown up earths would you give it out of 10 out of 10 probably like eight eight like, exploded like earths eight or seven point five yeah some, something like that I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. So probably eight. Nice. It, it, was, it was genuinely a really fun book. Nice. <clears throat> and then Children of the Mind, like a nine. Yeah. Or like a nine. They're like all maybe nines. nine point five. Every freaking book in that in that yeah, series. Is every nines. book in that series is at least a nine. If you're into that kind of thing. It's I mean, so it's so sad that I know that some people wouldn't be into those kinds of oh books. Gosh, I don't even know how you couldn't be. It's because it, it's very deep thought, you know? And this is where the Socrates quote comes in. The life, uh, the unexamined life is life not worth living. Yeah. Yeah. And I completely agree with him like, in, on that regard. Like, the books are definitely entertaining, but you'll get so much more out of them if you just really just appreciate the the, the complexity, not, not even the gravity of the situation, yes, the, the intensity, the gravity, the seriousness of what's going on and stuff. If you just allow yourself to get invested in it, it's just so good. It's so rich. Um, it's like it's like a, like a really really good steak, like a yeah. really expensive filet mignon. <laughs> like sure, like even people who like are like big foodies yeah you know they'll enjoy it because it's a good steak but at yeah. the same time like 
if you like really know a lot about steak and meat and flavor combinations, yeah. like you might get a lot more appreciation out of it. Exactly. So no, it all it, comes back to food. I, I actually told our, our pastor and his wife whenever we left on, on Thursday, I was just like, guys, if you haven't listened to Speaker for the Dead and, and the Enders Game series yeah. and stuff, you gotta listen to it. They are so good. They actually listened to Shogun. Yeah, a while, a while back. Yeah, they so, listened, and so, I knew I knew about that. So we we talked about it for just a little bit because man, that's a book you could just talk about forever. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. It was really so funny. Many good books. You were talking. I was talking with some people about. I can't even remember what mentioned like reading and reading levels in public school uh-huh. and one of my coworkers it was really funny because he just said it out loud he was just like man kids nowadays are freaking retarded <laughs> he's like you have seventh graders reading at a fourth grade level i was just like when i was in seventh grade i read shogun <laughs> kids are retarded nowadays yeah he's just, kids are fucking retarded nowadays <laughs> It's amazing. So funny. And it was really funny because one of my managers, he was just like, oh, that was me. <laughs> you have seventh grade kids reading a fourth grade level. Oh, that was me. Amazing. Yeah. But I was reading Shogun. Yeah. No, okay. I definitely wasn't doing that. Okay. Is Shogun a difficult book to understand? Um... Like, do you see what I mean when I say that, like, Shogun isn't difficult to, quote-unquote, understand? Like, you can tell what's going on from a very, very young age. Mm. Shogun is a difficult book to both understand and appreciate at the same time. Because the thing is, you can understand the English that's coming out, but you may not be able to appreciate the the seriousness the gravity of that not 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 the gravity well gravity the uh, are no no no, i'm using it in a different sense okay the seriousness that the uh the asians take their their uh their ideals and their morals okay so it's not the intensity the how how real their their, their code. code is and stuff like that. If you don't, if you're not willing to like appreciate that, you're not gonna enjoy the books. Yeah. Like if it doesn't amaze you that they live this way, mm-hmm. you're not gonna enjoy, enjoy the it. books. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't both amaze you and disgust you at the same time, you're not gonna enjoy them. Yeah. Um. That that's the part that I think is challenging because a lot of people would probably read that and just be like, that's stupid. Like. Oh, like and just kind of go that's, through that's not how in, I think. in a sense they would probably just go through the entire book just going like come on blackthorn hurry up and kick their ass already kind of thing and just rooting for him <laughs> and just rooting for him to just like rise up and just kill everyone yeah. kind of thing and that's all they like actually would want to happen yeah but it's like no there's so much more we just need to get some like regular people to read shogun yeah exactly. who's the most regular person you can think of the most regular person I can think Average of. Average intelligence person. I mean, should I actually say a name? <laughs> I don't even know who I'd say. It was, it was Honestly, more... maybe me. <laughs> yeah, we don't hang around very many. Average. I mean, maybe one of your coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> maybe your coworkers one is rather unintelligent. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh my gosh, Debbie. They work at a hotel, you know. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, but like you work at a hotel with a purpose, you know. I mean, they all do. Well, like, you're trying to get into management. 
Yeah. And you, like, are really into the service industry. They're probably yeah. there because they happen to be there. I'm actually wondering if I really will continue yeah. this pursuit. I was talking to Lily earlier today when I got to the parking lot, actually. And it's just like, sometimes I think about it and I'm not sure if this is actually what I want to do. Because yeah. I don't like the fact that I have to work Sundays. Fair. I really don't like that. You should manage like, a restaurant! Like, there's a lot of other benefits, obviously. Well, how am I supposed to get in there? What do like, you mean? I, I just need a little experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can get experience easy. What? I don't know. I'm sure you could you could get into a place easy. I mean, maybe. But, you know, like I could do restaurant or once I get my degree, maybe just look around for other things. Yeah. You I know? think you'd really enjoy a restaurant. But... I, th- I think I probably would, too. Um, because I... even as a manager, you can still do, like, wait staff stuff. Yeah. And I think you would do, like, great as that. Yeah. The, the the main thing I want from the hotel, I honestly would still like to finish the MIT part and even do maybe a year or two of, of management, of management yeah. just because it's good. And it looks good. In exactly. Yeah. It, it, that's That would be my, my door to experience yeah. in specifically management. That way I can have that and my degree. Hey, I already in management. Yeah, but you're also managing Taco Bell. Ain't that weird? Yeah. Your brother's a manager. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty whack. But at the same time, it, being a manager in Taco Bell is different from being a manager in other places. What do you mean? Uh, Being a manager in Taco Bell is not the same as being a manager in a hotel. Well, yeah. But, like, it's still management. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm not denying that yeah. it's still management. But, uh, you, uh, what's it called? There's a lot more responsibilities for the manager I also, in the hotel. I also just so happen to have, like, one of... I'm, like, on the lowest rung of management. Yeah. Because uh, I work mid-shift, and mid-shift does uh, nothing. Well... Exactly. So... Well... Yeah, like, but they don't know that. The managers here in the hotels, you know, they work, like, 10 hours a day. And then... <clears throat> they're, like, sending out, like, emails and stuff, and, like, keeping track of hours. I do that. I do that. Yes, you do. I do. <laughs> I've sent emails to my butt. No, I've sent I've sent work emails before to my butt, dude. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> my I... butt got the work emails. I have a... you flipping the reaper. I need to flip the calendar. I saw that. I was yeah. just like, why is it still in September? Yeah. I have a class I need to go to on Wednesday. Or on Saturday. Dude, Frosthaven was freaking fun today. Frosthaven was tense. It was very tense. It was down to the wire. Yeah. It was so epic. I felt very good. I, I killed like seven or eight guys. Yeah. I killed a lot. I didn't do flashy things. Yeah, I did so much. I did my typical thing of helping everyone, but uh, in the least flashy way possible. Yeah, but it makes everything work. Speed (laughs) boost! Yeah, it does make everything work, though. It's quite nice. My character's so weird, dude. It's just making sure there's progress being made. Yeah. You're making everything possible. Yeah. I'm the battery. I'm the battery yeah, for this straight engine. Straight up. You're the battery and I'm the ammunition. Yeah. And Matt and Trevor are the cogs and gears. Yeah. They keep everything running. 
No, actually, Matt is the ammunition. He keeps supplying the ammunition. <laughs> he really does. And I am the... Fire power! There we go. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking about shotguns earlier today. Uh, okay, so there's, like, pellet shot, right? Uh-huh. What's, what's the other... There's another... Slug type... shot? There's slug pellets, and then there's, like, one in between where it's, like... Penny? Yeah. That sounds awful getting shot by a penny shot shotgun yeah yeah you just kind of get shred to pieces i know that sounds horrible yeah also i like how shotguns are like you want to know how i knew it was penny shot how because i play fun showdown nice and and john thomas talks about it penny shot yeah that was the only reason i knew what it was like uh hacking shotguns are the 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 evolution of like medieval blunderbusses and i think that's yes. funny yes because it's are. literally just spray as much junk in the air as physically possible <laughs> junk <laughs> like my bed. i don't know i just think i just think that's funny how yeah. like shotguns were kind of the first guns made yeah yeah straight up because like the Arabs and stuff just kind of had a big tube. I was gonna say, what filled is, it with the garbage. Chinese just had like a tube, right? Yeah, it was, it was just like a tube that just shot yeah, fire. It, yeah, it was the Chinese, and then it moved over to the Arabs, who sophisticated it a little bit more, and then moved over to the Europeans, and the Europeans actually did something with it. What's an invention that you think you could bring back in time, and it would genuinely advance society, like the when insane amount? The printing press. Just the printing press. I mean, it's literally the most important invention ever. Oh. I mean, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Having easy access to a repository of information is incredibly valuable. My only thing with that is the fact that do people know how to read? People don't know how to read because they didn't really need to. Yeah, that's There true. weren't many books to pe- for people to read. Yeah, maybe we could print out farming manuals for everyone. Almanac, almanacs and uh, science and, I mean, like, everything. Yeah. Every uh, navigation. Yeah. I mean, that was a huge thing, was the fact that, like, small bits of navigation had to be passed down from person to person. And maybe you meet another person and their knowledge kind of coincides with you. And yeah. your knowledge is passed down to another person, and that person, you know, passes down the small bit of knowledge. Yeah. It's like a very slow march of information knowledge, gathering. Yeah. But, like, it, having books. Mm-hmm. And then also just the ability to have more people learn skills is also really big. Because so many fields tend to coincide with each other. I mean, like, you know, all these medieval renaissance men, like Isaac Newton mm-hmm. and those people are always, they're always freaking musicians, linguists, chemists, um, philosophers, theologians. So being able to access information like that yeah. by, because like, imagine like you want to, you want to learn astronomy, right? Yeah. You don't have an astronomy teacher in your village, right? But you want to learn astronomy. So you have to do all the research from the ground up. Yeah. 
But imagine if you literally just had a repository of information. So you didn't have to do Where, that like, some other teacher had already put all the stuff about astronomy. Yeah, yeah maybe it is the printing press. No, I think the, pr- the, the I printing... I was thinking it was probably the anime body pillow, but... <gasps> Yo! You're probably right. I do think uh, I had a good guess, though. I was just reading an article back in, like, 2017. Some... Uh, Babylonian tablet was decoded uh, that proved that the Babylonians knew how to do trigonometry. Okay. Which is fascinating. Which, which means what? Uh, well, we just thought that the first people to really do trigonometry were the Greeks, but ah, the Babylonians okay. came 1,500 years before the Greeks doing trigonometry. 1,500? Yep. Oh. I thought it was significantly less nope okay and they apparently have quote-unquote like the most accurate trigonometric trigonometrical (laughs) calculation yeah calculations because the babylon wacky thing about the babylonians the babylonians use a base 60 system huh yeah why that's what where we get reasoning. That's where we get things like sixty seconds. Like six, yeah. Uh, but what was the reasoning? I don't know. I don't, I don't know why, but they they used a base sixty system, and apparently, you know, because base systems are weird, that can do certain things that base ten can't, and that's... so their their calculations are like technically more accurate than ours. Interesting. And then also, instead of going by like the like the angles and stuff they did stuff according to ratios i think yeah i i, I obviously i'm not like a math person so i can't like fully research everything about it and like yeah. but yeah i was just reading up on it that's so weird yeah and apparently we just have like a whole repository of these babylonian tablets that we just like haven't researched very much of like yeah it has the secrets to life the universe and everything everything. the answer is 42 yeah so wacky thing about the babylonians they were doing trigonometry which kind of makes sense because the babylonians were already really well known for being architects like we already knew they were really good at that and you have to be good at geometry in order to do that yeah um and they made the hanging gardens which is apparently incredibly impressive yeah we're not too we're not too sure because there's no evidence going to say left. how do we know that uh, greek scholars wrote okay. about about the, the hanging, hanging gardens, gardens. Okay. and how just like magnificent they were interesting and in ancient history people usually don't talk about other people's creations very much <laughs> yeah so you know they were doing something right if they're talking about it. Yeah. yeah the completely different nationality is talking about your like creation. oh my gosh these people have got it down yeah and like it had like it, first of all it was like a man-made mountain so already kind of pyramid in that regard really cool to look at something like that um it's already like impressive in that regard because it was massive and then also yeah, like, e- even nowadays yeah even nowadays something so amazing i to told you at. something funny about pyramids i don't think so i think like the second biggest pyramid in the world is, is the- in mexico right no, it's the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid in Tennessee. Pyramid? Pyramid. What? The Bass Pro Shop Pyramid. What pyramid? Like, the Bass Pro Shop is shaped like a pyramid? Yes, it is literally what a Bass Pro Shop that looks like this, like, neo-futuristic hey, pyramid. Right, right there. 
That's so goofy. All yeah. hail Bass Pro Shop. Yeah. Also, I just opened up my freaking thing and it's just like Corinthian helmets. <laughs> uh, Bass Pro Shop Pyramid. Nice. Yep. Let's see. Let's see this bad boy. I encourage our listeners to look up the. <laughs> oh, I know that. Yeah. What in the world? And so this is the second I biggest think, pyramid. I think it's the second. It might actually just be the. <laughs> That's so <laughs> stupid. Imagine that. Look at how massive that thing is. That's so stupid. What in the world? <laughs> like obviously, like modern technology and whatnot. I, I hope. But we like, get, also, I hope we get a freaking Target Taj Mahal. <laughs> Uh, I want. I want that next. The mausoleum or, target edition. Or a freaking, uh, no, I want it to be a Lubies. I want it to be a Lubies Taj Mahal. <laughs> Why Lubies? Just cause. Just cause. It's just goofy. I like Lubies. Like Lubies feels so unassuming. Yeah. And then to so to have a Lubies Taj Mahal, it's it's kind of the equivalent <laughs> of just like it's just t posing. It's just yeah. t posing on everything else. It, it's having the nerd know the nerd in the class know how to do like like freaking taekwondo and it just like kicks someone's ass yeah i don't know but it's luby yeah so it's lubies lubies just like comes out with the taj mahal of lubies <laughs> where would it be this bass pro shop pyramid is in memphis tennessee so where would it has to be in a really un- unassuming place so maybe somewhere like... in ohio no ohio's too much of a meme place Iowa. I was I was gonna say Iowa. Yeah, the Taj Mahal, the Taj Mahal Lubies, Lubies in, in Iowa. Iowa. That's be so glorious. Make a Lubies the size of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Eat that. Yeah, and aside, that aside from the shape, there's like literally no gimmick about this Lubies. It's still just a basic ass Lubies. Yeah. it's just inside a Taj Mahal. Yeah. That'd be so You know awesome. how the Taj Mahal has, like, the big like, copper domes yeah. at the top? Instead, it's just, like, the little apostrophe for Lubies. It's, like, these big bronze apostrophes. <laughs> That's so goofy. This is the dream world I want to live yeah, in. Yeah, I want the Taj Mahal Lubies. Let's put it into corporate. Can we make a... Can you I don't make even a, know if Lubies corporate exists anymore. Can I make a one-shot of, of the Taj Mahal Lubies? What what would this entail in D anD D? The Taj Mahal Lubies. What would you do? Uh, they're actually secretly getting all their wonderful cooking secrets from ancient mummies, and uh, they have resurrected, and are now fighting against the Lubies corporate. But you can decide who you whose side you want to side on, because these mummies are being kept alive against their will and forcing being forced to give secrets about cooking so you can side with them but they're kind of evil or you can side with the lubies ceo who are kind of like you remember the aether foundation yeah. for pokemon yeah who are like that but they're like wizards but also like corporate wizards yeah so you use the they rules feel as dangerous but also they're like really evil because they're using necromancy to take prize secrets from the dead for their incredible cooking skills so you you can use the rules for acquisitions incorporated about like spell um mm. spell tax or whatever i'm liking this idea you like how i just came up with this like yeah that fly. was very impressive i mean this is what i think about like every day and the roman empire and the i mean well it's because i'm thinking about i'm thinking about history and i think about the roman empire and then i say what if i applied that to lubies 
I know it sounds stupid, but like, you know, it's just kind of how it happens. You know what else is stupid? The Roman Empire. And to remember to, to stay, stay poggers. poggers.